Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. Hi, I'm Maura Kolb. I'm the Director of Exploration at Treasury Metals. I joined a few months ago, and we've been exploring hard since then, from regional to infill exploration, trying to get to Goliath and Goldline into mining for a production decision. Fantastic. Good to have you back on, Maury. We saw you, I think, at the end of July, um, where we, you were introduced to the world. Um, so you've, you've had your head down, been, been busy. How have things been there? Very busy. We've had a, a wild summer. Uh, there's been forest fires in northwestern Ontario, so that you know, threw a bit of a monkey wrench into our plans, but we were able to keep drilling and um, we've had field crews uh, and three drills running, so it's been very busy. I'm um, juggling lots. Good in at the deep end, in, in at the deep end, add, and adding value. I I hope. Um, well, look, today we're going to talk specifically about some of the exploration plants that you, that you are starting to to form and some of the decisions that you're starting to make. Because we we'll put links below to some of the previous conversations we've had with regards to business plan strategies, team outlook, etc. Uh, so do go there, folks, and check the links below. But today, it's all about you. You're, you're front and center uh, on this. So how? What, what, remind people what the task was that you've been set. Absolutely. So this year, we're planning on drilling 60,000 meters. Now, that's the most this company has ever drilled in a year by far. Um, we picked up Goldlund in the fall. So it's new to us. And that's a added a huge strike length to our property. So now we have 65 kilometer strike length. Only three of that has really ever been truly explored. So we're tasked with, you know, growing the resources that we have. We have a PEA resource right now. The 60,000 meters is really set to grow Goliath, um, infill the stopes and, and expand the pit. And then at Goldland, see if we can grow those pits. It's very near surface mineralization. So can we um, extend pits, uh, have additional satellites and, and Miller as well as a small satellite on strike of Goldland. So really infill. And then with that new land package, what else can we add to our portfolio? Well, if I remember the conversation with Jeremy last time out, you know, he was at pains to point out that this is a team of mine builders, right? That, that was the big difference here because mm -hmm. there's a bit of a turnaround story because it's, it's had a long and checkered history. The t new team that's been assembled is our, our mine builders. So this whole thing about you know growing growing resource, um, okay, that, that that makes sense. But what are you going to do that's going to help Jeremy ensure that this thing gets into production? Absolutely. So what we need to be doing is is constantly updating our resource with a good geologic model. So you know, boots on the ground. A few months ago, I was like, okay. We've got to get a better model here. We need to be um, looking at how each drill hole is affecting the resource. Um, we're running, not quite live, as Jeremy said in the past, but we're running constant resource updates. So we've uh, gone to one QP for all of the deposits. We've looked at that with SRK on how to best model our deposits to be um, you know, most geologically represented representable um, and therefore have the best possible models. So we're running those uh, constantly as we're drilling so we can see how the drill results are are adding to the resource. Okay, so again, I'm, keep, I'm going to keep referring back to think promises which have, mm -hmm. which have been made, statements that have been made. Okay, so Jeremy is kind of keen to say, look, we were not entirely comfortable with the data as the company had previously 
laid out. Previous management yeah. team, previous time. So we, we get it. New team coming in, you want to validate that so you don't you know trip over your own shoelaces here. So the, what can you explain what that process involves? Yeah, absolutely. So we've been going through and validating the data. Um, we've been going through a cleaning of all the, the drill hole data, as well as kind of compiling all of the regional data into a, a usable format. So um, my past background, I've done a lot of data compilation. I had worked with Exploration with Watson in the past. So I, I know the value of data and being able to use all of that. So really push the team to um, integrate that into our big picture. So we're looking at how Goliath and Goldlund fit together. And then also what are the, the controls? Because you know you can see companies drill a lot that doesn't add value because they don't really understand the geologic controls on their mineralization. So that's a huge focus for me and the team. Um, I want you to be able to stop in and ask any geologist on my site, you know, why is this gold here and how and have them understand that? Okay, so, so that's that's good. You, you want your team to be comfortable with that. You want the market to be comfortable with that. So <laughs> let's talk about the data you you inherited. You wanted to validate it. And so I started to labor this point. I just think it's really, really important people, you know, understand mm -hmm. these sort of the the switch point from what went before as to how it, you know, moves forward with the new team. Um, are you finding that the old data was significantly uh, questionable, or is it just partially, or in actual fact, you're pleasantly surprised by what you're starting to see? I mean. Uh, the, the process well, is an expensive one, and you want to make damn sure that you've made the decision to validate it uh, has been justified. So are you finding errors, or is it actually, you know, maybe... You know, pleasantly surprised with the data quality. It was kind of just the way it was set up. It was hard to use. So that's really been the turning point for us, is the data is quite good, really haven't found many issues, but it's putting it in a, in a way that we can use it to improve our models. So, you know... We log core and, and collect a bunch of data, but sometimes it's not captured in a way that you can actually integrate into a model and therefore use to find the next, you know, gold deposit or the extensions. Okay, okay, deposit. okay. So, th so, that's, so that's good news. I guess it's going to be a little bit more comforting um, to, to the marketplace and less, uh, you know, of, of a concern, which is great. So um, if we look at where you are today, so, you know, what, what, what more is there to be done? What's the process that you're going to, uh, you know, continue? Uh, and when do we actually get to start seeing some of the, the numbers that, that you're producing? Uh, yeah, we're, we're running intern models right now. We've got one back on Goldland, so we're pretty happy with the way the about the first uh, half of our drill results to date, or our drilling to date, we've seen how that's Im impacted the model. We're seeing positive results, pits growing, which is exactly what we wanted to see. Um, and then we've just gotten Miller, so we're uh, analyzing how that drilling we did this year impacts that pit. Um, and we are days away from getting the new Goliath updates. So then we'll be able to adjust our drill program to, you know, better suit our next objectives. What else do we need to grow? Where do we need to infill to get that conversion so that we can, you know, grow the mine plan? Um, in addition to that, it really showed us with Goldland, for example, really showed us where we want to focus, where the best grades are within the model. Um, and now our team is actually, we're doing step outs along strike of zone one, where we have the best grades, you know, more of a one gram material. And that's, it's, this is very shallow, uh, mineralization. So we're going out on strike of that and, and, and testing the satellites uh, with the geophysics. Okay. So um, if I, because there's, there's two components to this, right? There, there's the you answering the question for Jeremy of how do I get this thing into being a mine? So in, the infill program is great. You've, you've got to do that. And then you've also mentioned there that 
well, I think that you've got a, quite a large land package, which is underexplored, yeah. if not has not been explored uh, at all. And you're going to have to get on with that. But so how do you, how are you compartmentalizing that just both in terms of time, in terms of priority, in terms of dollars to be spent? I mean, you, you've clearly laid out the program that you want to follow. I, well, I hope you have. Um, can you kind of mm-hmm. give us an insight into that? Yeah, absolutely. We are about halfway through our drilling budget right now, a little over half at Goldland and just about half and just over halfway at Goliath. And all of that focus has really been on resource conversion, growing the pits. Now that we see that is becoming successful and, and we're seeing you know some growth internally in our in our initial um, reviews, we're selecting the satellites that we want that we want to go after um, based on field work that we're doing. So we've had guys out in out on the ground, you know, crawling over the rocks and trees and, 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 you know, making sure that these targets look, look good. Um, so it's pretty well about 70% focus on the resources that we have and how we grow them, small extensions, brownfield type of stuff. And then, you know, a 25% effort on where else do we want to go within our land package? Where do we see the same patterns? Where do we see, you know, different patterns that are even more exciting in like the geophysics and then, testing those. Okay. So you, you mentioned just before we started filming that you, you've got some um, maps and some images that you might want to talk to. So I'm, I'm happy for you yeah. to share the screen if you want to, because um, I think be a, be a little bit easier to picture. Absolutely. So this is our land package and all the colors represent different uh, rock units that we have. So one of the big pushes for my team was to think about Goliath, Goldlund, Miller in context with each other. And prior to to this, we really were thinking about them separately, but we have, you know, this huge 65 kilometer strike length. How does the Goliath deposit relate to the Goldland deposit and therefore Miller? And then what else do we have, you know, as targets lurking within this? Um, The Goldland and Miller deposit are in one layer, I'd say, is a simple way to describe it. One layer of the greenstone belt and Goldlun is in a lower layer of the greenstone belt. So we have typical load gold style mineralization at Goldlund and Miller, and we have a VMS style mineralization at Goliath. And that gets me excited because we're looking at a, a, a belt here that's barely been explored. And we see two different styles of mineralization, which means, you know, there's a lot of possibilities for discovery in this belt. Surprising to me is we have, you know, road access right through here. And so little exploration has been done. Logging uh, is very active in the area. And, you know, there's new exposures all the time. So my team is uh, crawling the ground, finding rocks all the time, way more than, you know, you'd expect. And what must that do for you? I mean, again, you know, people, people, people write into us here. I can't suddenly realize how, little some of the investors actually understand about the process that you guys go through. I mean, they literally think it starts day one with drilling. Let's go drill. Got to drill. Easy. So Well, <laughs> you can do it that way, but you, you're, you're drilling blind. And the beauty of this area is we don't, we don't have a ton of cover. So, you know, we have these felsic units that are resistant to erosion. So they, they actually, you know, stick out in the ground and make these hills so we can we can go out and we can pull back some moss and we can see the rocks before we get into drilling we have uh we don't have a lot of overburden so you know we can actually fly geophysics here and we have great coverage and we can see you know the patterns of 
the, you know, the host rocks, which are related to contacts. So we can see those contacts and we can go after them. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So, so how many, how big is the team now? I mean, you're building that side of things up as well. So obviously you're hiring, there's lots of new board members, but what's happening on the ground? Uh, on the ground, we've grown as well. So we're at 16 people now. Um, we have a very local staff, in fact, I think. Uh, just going to jump back a slide. Oh, there's the you know, Show you some of the people. Oh, I like one um, of them. I know. Ginger <laughs> is the mascot for Goldland. She's been there forever. And, uh, Look at those ears. Can't come on site unless she agrees. <laughs> Right. Sorry, getting distracted. Um, oh, no. Right. So this is the team. Yeah, this is the team. So we are um, 70 percent local to the Dryden Sioux Lookout area. Um, we've got the next 25 percent is all from northwestern Ontario. And then, you know, one person is from out of town. So we're a really local workforce, which is fantastic because it drives consistency and that care about the area you're working in and seeing something succeed. I've built lots of teams in the past and I really drive to get people to be local, um, to be part of the community. It's just so important. So um, the team is, is fantastic. We're actually also, you know, about 50-50 men and women uh, at this point in, in our exploration team. It looks, it, look, it, looks, it looks like 45, 45 and ginger. To me, and ginger, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Um, okay, so and, and I mean, just I mean, whilst we're on this, I guess you know the, the local component. We've talked to we talked to lots of companies about this. You know, we, we've got to talk ESG. You got to talk about social license to to work in our region, and obviously local employment. You know, is, is beneficial. I mean, is, have you, is there someone on there who has to deal with that? Because you know, the thing that comes up with investors in terms of concern about jurisdictional risk. Obviously, Canada is a great place to do business, but. Um, you know, the First Nations component does come up as a concern more and more these days. I mean, how do you manage that? Yeah, so we've tried to work with all the communities around us, um, you know, have as many people employed as possible from all the communities. We've got uh, Rachel and, um, and Mark working directly with the communities. But I mean, from my perspective on exploration, we're working with a First Nation owned drill company at Goldland. Um, you know, we are outreaching to all, all community aspects for, mm -hmm. uh, for hiring. So, you know, we're looking for uh, core technicians right now, and we've, we've gone to all the local First Nations communities and posted on the local community boards as well to, to find those hires. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, so, so the, team, the, the team in place and cracking on with it, scour, scouring the earth. What, what else are you going to be showing us? Because I know you wanted to talk, talk through some of, the, some of the maps and how you're sort of attacking things. Yeah. So we'll, we'll start first at Goliath. I mean, we've talked a lot about Goldland um, with the last few press releases, but I just, you know, wanted to touch base first on Goliath. It's really, you know, the flagship for us. Um, great deposit. It's going to be uh, open pit and underground and, and what we've been doing there. So the main focus, we've done about 14 holes on the main and C zone. And there we're focused on, you know, expanding the deep underground mineralization. So we've got the PEA shells and we've also got the PEA underground designs. And what we've been doing is really targeting infill in those high grade shoots to expand the underground um, stope shapes. Um, we've also spent about uh, 10 holes now on a Western, more shallow extension, and that will expand the pit uh, to the West a bit. Um, we're just wrapping that part of our exploration program up on Goliath, and we're gonna move over to the Northeast target, which would be just Northeast of, uh, of the uh, gold, 
the Goliath Gold Project. Um, and then we're looking at the Fold Nose Exploration Target and Far East. What gets me excited about these is the company in the past has been really focused on, you know, drilling the main and sea zone at Goliath and, and has only done a small amount of work on step out exploration. But we've seen in these targets the same signatures that we have at Goliath. And Goliath is, is a beautiful zone where you have an alteration signal uh, signature. You also have mineralization. So you can visually see when you're when you're in the mineralized, mineralized zone. Um, so to have that host rock and the alteration in areas that have been hardly explored, it gets us really excited to get out there. Um, you know, I'm an explorer, of course, so I want to see what else we can add to this picture. And, you know, very close to where the, the mill will be in the future. Um, see this dotted line here, that's the power line and that's really close to where the mill infrastructure is going to be. So, you know, we're talking right next to the operation. So I'm just, I'm just looking at this map, it's, 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 it's kind of crazy. It looks like modern art to me. Are, are you looking at uh, land consolidation uh, as, as part of what you're doing? Cause you're talking about saying you want to you kind of build up the picture here and obviously there's, it's much, much underexplored. So surely one of the first things you've got to do is look at the land packages. Yes, yes. And so we've we have a contiguous land claim. So that means it's all connected from uh, the Goldland Miller Goldland property all the way down to Goliath. So, you know, that's that's beautiful. It makes it very easy for us to keep all those claims in good standing and to explore the area. Um, but, you know, we're looking at how do we understand the belt that we're in? Um, how do we use all the data available for us? So, you know, there's a lot of public data available to us. So let's let's use all of that so that we know our neighborhood the very best. And if there's any opportunities in it, we can capitalize on them. So that's, you know, in the background, something that I'm working on with my team. Okay, the reason I ask that, because if I look at something, you, you look at uh, Far East exploration, right? And you've got a big sort of chunk there, mm -hmm. which I assume is not yours, just sitting south, south of that little gold fleck mm -hmm. that we see there. So, you, I mean, is that a long process? Is it an expensive process? Is it is it something you want to do but won't be able to do? I mean, just I just want to know sort of the ins and outs and sort of the things you have to deal with. Certainly, down here in the Goliath area, there are um, you know more. We're very close to town, as you can see, the Wabagoon Township just below us. So there are uh, like local landowners. We have some surface rights owners that are areas where you know we could explore below, but not um, you know on their property uh, from surface. So there are some things to contend with there, but we're always watching and speaking with the landowners, um, you know, negotiating if we could pick up property. And we've done that quite a bit in the past. So we've been slowly growing the Goliath land package that way. Okay, fine. Okay, so right, what, what else are we going to look at? Because I mean, the purpose of today really is to say, you know, say one, you're busy, there's a plan and it's evolving. And uh, trust me, it's going to be okay. We're going to be a mine. That's, that's, that's kind of those yeah. the answers I want. Okay. Well, I will quickly go through a few uh, um, videos I prepared. So oh, just cool. to show you what we've been working on in terms of the geology understanding. So, you know, looking at Goliath, where is the mineralization? Well, it's in this felsic, which is the yellow color unit. Um, and then what does it look like? So it's a nice continuous panel. We've got the pit here and the stopes here are in black. So, you know, what we've been drilling is kind of extending, filling in these gaps and holes where we don't have stope shapes right now so that we can grow this resource. So, you know, that's what we're looking at. Where is it located? right here within this 
uh, felsic unit, that's the yellow color there that I mentioned before. And we just talked about those exploration target step outs. So, you know, these extensions are very close by and have been completely untested. So we've got quite a strike length just here on this felsic unit that has been very little tested to the west and to the northeast. So those are some of the, the first priority targets that we're on right now. Okay. So that's Goliath. That's Goliath. Yeah. And if we can jump to speaking about Goldland. So you've seen this slide before um, when I was last speaking with you on the, the July results. So just wanted to tell everybody what the plan is going forth and where we're going to be, where we're going to be stepping out. Um, this year, the focus has really been all around the PEA pits. How can we expand them? Um, you know, and we're seeing the results from our block model, internal block model updates that, you know, we've been successful in that. We're waiting on a lot of results, unfortunately. Um, lab turnaround times are five to seven weeks right now. So that's a frustration, but we have seen, you know, we want to focus on zone one, which has our best grades. So where we've got, where we're headed right now, actually today, we're moving out on zone one extension. Um, we've used the geophysics and I will jump to this video here to help us understand gold line and our exploration targets. So um, this image is showing a vertical derivative from the magnetics. So what that tells everybody is, you know, differences in the rock types. So the bright pink colors and the blue colors just show different types of rocks. They have different signatures. That's, that's all. We do a lot of pattern recognition in geology, but we make it sound fancy. So we'll just play this here. The Goldland deposit is in here. This pink unit that I'm showing now is our model of our felsic unit that hosts the gold mineralization. And now you can see the pits coming in and they're really right on top of that unit. So it's really important for us to understand where that intrusion is because on the contact is where our best gold grades are. I mentioned this strike length a bunch of times, but we really have quite an underexplored strike length with the same pattern going on. So we've been looking at where do we see, you know, disruptions in that, that will give us, you know, fat fluid pathways for the gold fluids to come through. And where do we see really interesting, different uh, structures? And that we see in the South there, where we see this big fold coming between two plutons scrunching the, the unit that's been hosting gold for us at Goldlund up. And that's where my team is out combing the forest right now, looking for outcrops to say, hey, do we potentially have something that could be a high grade, you know, deposit here? The gold line itself is, you know, pretty train track, really straight uh, stratigraphy, which is rock units. Um, and down here, we know we have this complex folding and that's where you see higher grade gold deposits like, you know, Red Lake, um, which I'm very familiar with, but, you know, we see muscle weight as, as uh, a folded, structurally controlled deposit too. So, you know, looking at those things, could we get a nice higher grade mineralization shoot down here? So that's what we're we're looking at right now uh, in the Goldland land package. Fantastic. Okay, so you you so have you got more? No, no. I'm okay. just actually going to stop sharing. I wasn't okay. sure if I had anything. Else. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Now, what, what I what I was um, keen to, keen to do is. Listen to you today and sort of see what are you up to? What are you trying to do? And you, so you talked about seeing, you know, um, you're seeing pa pattern recognition, great. You're starting to try and identify the controls that you hoped were there. But the important thing that I've heard today from you is that the data which has gone has been presented to the market previously, which, 
you know, for, for, in, in, in its past, you're saying, isn't that far off what you're seeing now? So there's going to be no big surprises in terms of resource, et cetera, in, you're suggesting to us. Can you, can you say with right, some degree right. of confidence? Yeah, I'm really pleased with the way Jeremy and the team decided to go with a very conservative approach on the resource. And you won't see us change drastically from that. We are um, modeling Goliath more to, to match the geometry. So we'll be a little bit of a change in that. Um, it's a continuous but but narrow high grade um, extension. So we've we've modeled that a little bit more to capture the geometry, but you won't see a big change um, in these resources. The data was really good. I was I've been so impressed with the way the team has cared for the work they've done. It's uh, fantastic. Okay, so that's so that's good news. And with the with the infill drilling going on, you're going to give you know more more certainty to what you've got, and possibly possibly grow it. That's the idea? Yeah, that's the idea, to grow right. the resource. And, and our internal indications are showing so far that we're you know, successful at expanding those, those pits at Goldland. And we're going to see soon the, uh, the Goliath update. So I'm okay. excited. For You're excited. The market wants to be excited about it. So let's, let's talk about um, timing on that. You know, because you, I think you, you talked about being 53% of the way through the drill program on Goliath, 62 on Goldland. So when do we get to hear the good news? So internally, we're going to start seeing the updates of the models, you know, next week for, for Goliath. So by the end of the year, we're hoping to have our resource or early in the new year, our resource out. Um, we want to see all these results that we have pending integrated into those. So that's kind of the frustration right now is we've got about a quarter of our drilling for the year that we are seeing results from in our, our resource updates internally, and we want to see the rest of them. So, right, okay. And what's, what, what sort of delays are we talking about? It seems to vary depending, depending on which company I speak to. How are you doing up there? So, we're getting about five to seven week delay on turnaround time, which you know you would like to see at a two week turnaround time. So, it's frustrating, but there's a lot of activity in Northwestern Ontario, and um, they're having trouble keeping up. It's not too bad. We've we've heard twelve. So, oh yeah, yeah that's, that's bad. That's bad. So you're somewhere, somewhere in the middle. Okay, so, so Q1, hopefully, of course you want as much of that data in, in as possible. Um, and and then, then what? Does that then open up your, well, actually I won't suggest it. What, what does that allow you to do? Once you've announced that, what, what do you specifically do? What does the exploration team specifically do? For me, it's a constant update. So every time I see a new model and see new pits, we can, we can tweak the plan to then better suit the results we've gotten. And that's really important having that constant iteration. Um, so we'll keep adjusting that. The exploration work we're doing, the small, you know, 25% of our, our plan this year, that will grow us to that will get us to where we're going next. We really want the hub and spoke model to work here and we have excellent land package. So, you know, I want to, you know, organically grow those, uh, those spokes. Okay. And do you think, and we talked a little bit about your background last time, but let's do a little bit of it again here, which is, is there anything from your previous experience, which you think, actually, this is fantastic. I am absolutely going to be able to use that in a relevant way here, because we're seeing some of the same problems, challenges, opportunities. That's the beauty of, of working in gold is that, you know, I've, I've been able to go to several different camps and, and see kind of their history and how they've grown. So, you know, my last stint was about eight years in Red Lake and to see 
the history of that camp where they first found these granitoid hosted gold, which is what we have at Goldlund, and then see it grow as they went outside of that. I can see us having a camp like that here in, in the Goliath Gold Complex, where we start with a few small deposits that were you know, easily found on surface because of they're not eroded, and then start looking for the things that are undercover, that are a little bit harder to find, and being able to grow this. I mean, that's why I, I joined this group. Um, Looking at different camps and, and kind of having that, um, my re background is also in research of gold deposits. So I had looked at, you know, how these things grow and how they're found. So I think that ties into why I came and then, you know, what we can do here. Um, I've also been part of uh, bringing projects online into commercial production. So constantly growing the the infill and then bringing it into production so that we have a mine. That's why I wanted to be here for this process as well. Right, fantastic. So, so no, nothing's changed. Number one number one target for you as a team and, and you're doing your bit is get this thing into production. There's nothing that you seem suggests to you that's going to be more problematic than we perhaps envisaged. No, when I came to this project, it was like fantastic to get to open it up and see it all in 3D and just see, you know, Goliath looks like something that's beautiful to mine. To me as a geologist, we'll be able to follow those uh, stopes underground, continue on drifts, follow the mineralization because you can see it. You can see it when you're logging core and that's fantastic. Um, you know, Goldland is so shallow that we can, you know, find more of it on, on strike. We have a huge strike link to keep exploring for it. So it's pretty exciting and I see, you know, a lot of opportunity. Moira? Thank you very much for the update. That's um, wonderful. I just, it, it was just kind of slightly refreshing because I, I like the story because it's a nice turnaround story. The team have got the track record, et cetera, including yourself. Um, and it's just nice to sort of see that dip into between now and I guess Q1 next year when you announce to the market, whatever it is that you announce, uh, and see you working towards that number one goal, get this thing into production, genuinely genuinely get it into production, not talk about it. So appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Nice to speak with you again. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon.